Hey, hey, Pop. Yeah? You're always wondering about stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, I am, actually. Uh, there's a lot to wonder about out there, son. There sure is. Ever wondered about making a podcast? Huh. No, not really. Come on, come on, come on. We could get together, shake up a few drinks, okay. build our own bar called the Wonder Bar. Oh, now you're talking. Okay. But what would we wonder about? Anything and everything. Hey there, welcome to 7,000 Wonders of the World, also known as 7,000 Wows and 7,000wows.com on the World Wide Web. I'm Greg. And I am Zane. And we are coming to you from our underground bomb shelter here in beautiful Jamaica Plain, Massachusetts. Come on in, hang out, wander with us. Wander or wander, whatever, makes no difference. Just come along and relax, have a drink with us at the Wonder Bar as we explore a different topic each week that inspires wonder. Now, today, this week, we're doing something a little different. We're offering just a short shot or mm-hmm. a little nugget of wonder uh, where we'll explore one topic in a very concise manner. We hope. They can't see my fingers being crossed here, but this this is historic. We've never done this before. It is. It's hard to keep down our excitement and our wonder, but we'll try. We have to, yeah, take it slow and easy and tell them all about our topic of the day. Not ready to reveal it yet, though, but this is a clue. Have you ever wondered about the most indestructible animal on the planet? I know you have. I think you have. If you like animals like we do then you probably have thought about that. And I do remember talking about episodes that, uh, you know, what, what can we talk about on the podcast? And one of them came up and it was uh, the topic of a, of a German television program, if, I don't, if I'm recalling this correctly. And they had a top 10 list of, of amazing or indestructible animals. Yep, I remember that. It was probably Galileo. Great show. <laughs> yeah, I did too, even though I couldn't understand it as much as I would have liked. Uh, but I did like what they were saying and how you and Sammy really liked it. So enough of Galileo. You want to reveal the animal that holds the top spot? Yeah. But first, I think we head over to the Wonder Bar. What was I thinking? Get our drink on. Mm -hmm. So anybody who's listening out there, anybody who indulges in alcoholic beverages, or even if you don't, Mm -hmm. grab a drink, make a tea, make a coffee. Just go to the tap and pour some water in a glass. Yeah. And come join us. You do you. Today I figure we're only having one of these because we are just doing a little short shot and a little nugget. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, you figured right. I uh, just want to say that I really like the connection today between today's topic and today's cocktail. I I do too. Here it is. The connection is Ramazzotti. So, it's in the glass with the ice. It is an Italian liqueur, first created way back in 1815. I think it's more of a digestive than anything, but you can put it in cocktails, mix it all up. Uh, We'll let you know the recipe of this particular cocktail in a second or two. Um, It's also part of a class of uh, Italian liqueurs uh, that are called Amaros. Mm -hmm. So what is the topic today? You ready? You ready Uh, to give us a little drum roll? I'm I'm a little excited about a new sound effect here. Uh, Can I try it? Do it. Okay, I'm going to spring this on you, and you don't even know. Well, I know you know Will Simpkins. Shout out to Will Simpkins, Will Simpkins. But 
he would always play music on his chest, and I, I don't think I can do him justice, but I'm going to try a drum roll. You've only got, you've got half the size chest yeah. of Will Smith. Okay, people don't need to <laughs> know that. Um, but we are also low budget here, so this is a, this is a drum roll that's, that's the closest thing I, I have to my microphone right now. So here we go. Chest, hands, microphone, drum roll. Three, two, one. The one and only water bear. bear water bear that's it aka the moss piglet mm-hmm. aka tardigrade 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 <laughs> whatever you want to say we'll get it right that is our topic for today the water bear why don't you tell us what the ramatsati connection is well glad you asked the ramatsati connection is that one of the genuses Jesus. Of water bear, moss yeah. piglet, tardigrade is Ramatsotius. Oh, yeah. Everyone, everyone knows that, right? <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's just common knowledge. That's just ask just a man, knowledge. you know, go out there and interview man on the street and just say, "Hey, you know about water bears? And you know what genus they are? Well, what? What's a genus? <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. King Phil comes over for good shots. Oh, right. Talk oh, about yeah. genus or genius. <laughs> You got that trick down, but what do they stand for, Mr. Mnemonic Device Man? Kingdom, phylum, class, order, family, genus, and species. Another one is uh, Katy Perry comes over for grape soda. So you guys, you choose whatever sort of mnemonic device you want to remember the classification. I remember in high school, I think I was sticking with the King Phil one. Anyway. Yeah, that's the updated version one, the Katy Perry one. Yeah, exactly. Would she come over for grape soda, though? Um, Probably. If grape soda means red wine, then she would. Oh, I didn't think of that. Sparkling red. Nice. Sparkling red. Yeah. Well done. So back to our most indestructible, badass creature, uh, which is the topic of our episode this week, the water bear, the moss piglet, the tardigrade. We'll probably eventually just call it one thing, but I kind of like calling it all three names at this point. So Ramatsotius is just one genus of water bear, and the Ramatsoti liqueur is what we'll be drinking, if, in case you haven't figured that out. But we're mixing it up. Back to a little bit of history of Ramatsoti. It's been around since 1815, and the Ramatsotius genus of water bear was first identified in 1840. Mm. So I kind of have this image created in my mind of how it might have re- received its name. I'm thinking... There's the Italian zoologist back in the 1800s, really like, liked his Aramazzotti, and he just wanted to show a little liquor love, liqueur love, by naming the genus after this tasty herby nectar. That's what I think. Or it could just be someone's last name. Okay, uh, Killjoy. Just saying. Um, I mean, that's, yeah, okay. That was, that was you know. Or you're, I mean, you're right. Maybe he was just, he was, he was a big fan of Aramazzotti. He just wasted Looking under the microscope. Hey. Hopefully he wasn't wasted, but I mean, uh, you know, wind in the sails and then just the wind out of the sails. But that's okay. We need to, we need to have those uh, sailing illusions as we as well, we drink our cocktails. Yeah. But I'll go into a little bit of the recipe if we're ready for that. Yeah. Tell us how Ramatsadi figures into our cocktail today. Because it's not the only ingredient. It's not. It's one of, of a few. Right. So the drink is called Freshness in the Sky. And I lifted it off the Ramazzotti Liqueur website. As usual, we have it in our show notes and a link on 7000 wilescom Check it out. 
what we're doing is we're using Amaro Ramazzotti with Jameson's Irish whiskey, which I know we have a lot of uh, fans loving that Irish whiskey out there, all three of them. But you add a little lemon juice and you add a little ginger beer. Today's ginger beer selection is Gosling's, mostly because that's what I could find on the shelves. I'm not sure I would actually use that, but it's a it's, it's perfectly fine ginger beer to use in this cocktail. So what you do is you take equal parts of Ramazzotti and the Jameson's Irish, I'd say about an ounce each, pour it into shaker tin that's filled with ice. You add an ounce of fresh lemon juice. So the best way to remember this is equal parts of all three of those things. Shake it all up. You strain it into a highball glass, which also has ice in it, by the way. That's how we do things here on the show. Mm-hmm. And then smash a little ginger beer in there to taste it. So you might like a little, you might like a lot. It's all according to whether you like ginger, the spiciness of it, or the sugary sweetness of it. It's up to you. So that's it. Italy, Ireland, a bit of the Bermudas. We got the USA ice in there. So <laughs> it's very international. It's all in one glass. USA ice. I think it, I think our ice is from USA. Yeah. I, I hope it's not imported. I like the drink. Freshness in the sky. What can I say? Goes down easy. It doesn't taste like a cocktail. Judge, judging by how empty your glass yeah, already my, is. This is go down easy. For, we thought that uh, one... I, I, like, I like ginger beer, so I think you put a little extra in for me. Okay. For us. Well. But it's a tangy. I guess tangy is what the word I would use to describe it. And it doesn't taste like there's, there's much alcohol in there. I don't know what you did. What kind of spells you cast it on this cocktail, but it's it's tasty. Hopefully, you uh, you do get some herbiness out of it. It's a nice uh, blend of herby her- herbaliciousness and uh, little mint garnish going on in there. You've got the undertones of the Irish whiskey. So freshness in the sky. There it is. I think it's pretty fresh, mm-hmm. even here in our basement. Even you know, like I was trying to make it, a, you know, like freshness in the sky, but we're actually subterranean. Even in the you basement, un- you understood. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's kind of like the water bear. It, people don't realize this, but we'll tell them all about it. But they have been all over the place. They've been in the sky. They've been in basements. We might even have them in our basement as we speak. There's I'm looking probably, around. There's probably a little colony somewhere. They're, since they're everywhere. Wouldn't, wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. So I still don't know if we're going with water bear, moss piglet, or tardigrade. I don't even care. Uh, this... We, we, we got to choose one. I, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take initiative and just say, let's go with water bear. That was the name I, I first uh, heard, first learned them by that name. Give it to me in German. Wasserbär. Wassertierchen, I think also they or call was it. was it Wasserbärchen? Oh, yeah, you're right. Wasserbärchen. Little, little, little water bears. little bear. water bears. See, they yeah. add the little in the German. The Chin. Wasserbärchen. Chin. Yeah. So let's stick with water bear. What, this is the kind of thing that we should have as a, as a mascot for, on 7,000 Wonders of the Ooh. World. It's a good idea. We get a little picture of one down here, or we have a, a stuffed animal of one, or we give them away as merch. I don't know. Or, or get a tattoo. Tattoo. What do you say? I've heard people fork. like water bears as a tattoo because it gives them power because they are the most indestructible yep. animal yep. on the planet. Two water bears fighting. No, we don't want that. No, we, we're, we're, we're a peaceful podcast. <laughs> water bear tattoo. That could be coming up. Well, I was saying earlier, I think, maybe... 20 minutes earlier, <laughs> our drink is like what we might have as a new mascot. It's quite international. And just like uh, our potential, let's just call it our mascot. Let's yeah. just, commit. Are, we, are we good with this? Let's, let's commit. commit. Yeah. Let's pull the trigger on our nonviolent show that our drink <laughs> exactly. is like our new mascot. It is very international. Water bears are found all over the world. 
for instance, they've been found on the top of Himalayan mountains. Yeah. Wow. They've been found in the deep sea. Oh, yeah. Mar- Mariana Trench? I think so, but I can't, I, I don't want to make say I know that for sure, but I know in the research we've done, the deep sea, the deep was, sea. was mentioned. So, I mean, that's could pretty be. deep, but it can, it can be less deep than that, and they could be there. Maybe. They've even been found in the polar regions. Wow. So we're talking north and south. North and south, up and down. Yeah. and High and low. In the fat part of the earth, which we call the equator. The equator. Everywhere. Oh, yeah. yeah. Everywhere in between. They, they're in ice, they're in mud, they're rocks, they're trees, they're moss, they're in my toenails right now. I mean, you name it. I'm <laughs> sure they're, they're there. As long as there's a little moisture, these guys can survive. It's, this is another good connection. It's like all they need is a beverage and they're good. Yeah, just yeah. like you. Well, hold on. I think a lot of people are like that. So these little guys, they've been taken into space. Mm. Do you believe that? Freshness in the sky. Uh, you know, the humans said, us humans said, we find them everywhere on Earth. What is it going to be like if we throw these bad boys into space? So in 2007, the European Space Agency launched a satellite that was carrying water bears. <laughs> sounded. <laughs> yep, just like that. <laughs> like, I like our low budget sound effects because I'm the one who usually does them. Anyway, European Space Agency <laughs> launched these, these guys in a satellite. And the special thing is these water bears are in their indestructible state. Now, what does that mean? So there's a state they enter, kind of like hibernation, kind of like bears in the winter, squirrels or whatever. But it's called cryptobiosis. And in that state, the water bears basically get rid of all their moisture, all the moisture in their bodies. Mm -hmm. And when they're in that state, here's another connection, everybody. They are called tons. Okay. Tons. But tons, not T-O-N-S, not snot spelled backwards. Tons, T-U-N-S. And the connection is, is as, our, as our drinking friends out there know, a ton is a large beer or wine cask. I didn't know so, that. Well, well, we need to educate you about things like that. A ton, a T-U-N. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Ton. It's tonderful. That's just thunderful. Oh, no. <laughs> that one. Oh, dad jokes coming in from the sun. I'm practicing. Just practicing for the future. You know. Okay. I don't well, know. You got to do, do some other kind of practicing before you can actually start doing dad jokes, by the way. What did you say? You got to do some other kind of practicing before oh. you actually can become a dad. Hint, yeah. hint, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Birds and bees. Um, then I get to do granddad jokes. Granddad jokes, are they even even sillier, even stupider, even worse than dad jokes? Those are all negative terms. What about they are even funnier, even more entertaining, even more popular? Oh. I guess we'll, well find out. I guess hopefully one day we'll find out. So here we go. Back to cryptobiosis. During this state of cryptobiosis where they become a ton, mm. even though they're less than a millimeter long, they actually produce a kind of antifreeze when they ever have to be in a place that's super cold. Right. They produce an antifreeze. This is when they're in their tundra dome. That's what I call it. Tundra dome. dome. Wow. That's a, nice. I don't know if that was grad, granddad level or <laughs> that was dad level. Anyway, they make a protective covering. It's like a mummy that covers them up and protects them because it's a protective covering. Yeah. So, But here's the kicker. It's made of sugar. It's made of sugar. You got it. What? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So picture these tiny, hairless piglet bears, mm-hmm. less than a millimeter long. 
And they're all balled up in this shell, the see-through shell of simple syrup. That's basically what we're talking about. That is the ton state. Yes. And they, I think in that state they are, I would say, just knowing how things work, that they would really need a moisturizer, you know, because aren't they super like dehydrated and isn't cryptobiosis? I guess that I guess their skin is flaking off if they have skin or something. Yeah, so they 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 need it, but they probably can't don't have access to it. But they also reduce their metabolism down to check it, point zero one percent. It is like ninety nine point nine percent of it. Ninety nine point nine point nine. Yeah, percent. No, I'm going to turn you all off because I don't have a whole bunch to eat, drink, or any any kind of uh, activity on my social calendar anytime soon. <laughs> so I'm going to 0.01% on my metabolism. See ya. Right. Yeah. It's just mind-boggling. Uh, you know what else is mind-boggling? This drink is almost done. It's because it's uh, delicious. It is good. That's because I'm really it. tasty. You threw in that extra ginger beer just for me. I appreciate that. Um, you want to fill in another one? I guess we, we are going to have another one. I know. We thought we could get through a short shot, a nugget of wonder with only one cocktail. Yeah. Who, who are we trying to kid? Right. All right. Let's break. Yep. Let's break. Let's freshen up these freshness in the skies. See ya. Hey, we're back. We have a new fresh freshness in the sky and more amazingness about water bears. Let's go. Just water, just water bears. bears. Tell us. We need a name. We were talking at the Wonder Bar while we were freshening up our cocktails that we need a name if we're gone with the water bear as the new mascot. Well, yeah, that'll come. All right. Well, I think a name, I think a name is is in order. That'll come. But first, a little history. Mhm. Where did these water bears come from? Who identified them? And how do humans know about them? So, there's a German zoologist named Johann August Ephraim Goetze, who was the first to identify them. That was in 1773. But an Italian, Lazzaro Spallanzani, he was the one that gave them their name. So, excuse me, he called them Tadigrada, uh-huh. which um, that ultimately became the name for the entire phylum, and which means slow stepper in Italian. Kind of like you on the dance floor. Uh, excuse me? Slow stepper and and thumb upper. I don't You should don't see think, this guy. He's got one dance really, move in his repertoire. I don't, I, I don't think you've really seen me do the moves. I've probably been just... Uh, are, you, are you holding them back? You, 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 I, could, I, could, I, could, I could throw some dance moves at you. I just don't want to pull a hammy and, and be, you know... Yeah, better be careful. Yeah, I, you know, slow stepper. I'll, I'll have to tuck that back in my slow memory. Slow stepper. For the next time I'm on the dance floor. So back to Spallanzani. Spallanzani. That was um, actually, yeah, four years later in 1777, which I really like because that is even more connections. Yep. A lot of sevens. All the sevens plus the German connection. And, of course, you used to have an Italian girlfriend. There's connections everywhere. Yep. Uh, It's a little stretch, but... (laughs) Anyway, how does this yeah, how does this help with naming our new mascot? You said or I said that'll come. So- All right, so what I was thinking that if you if we wanted to really do justice and pay pay tribute to the two discoverers of mm. the water bear, 
we could mix their names, their first names. So we would go with Johan Lazzaro, mm. like as a kind of a Yo, Johan Lazzaro. Yo, Johan Yo. Lazzaro. Or, or, you know, Yo, Yo was like a Joe. So um, you would shorten it like Joe Laz. Joe Laz. What about just like J Lo? It was kind of like J Lo, like sideways. J Lo. Nah. Okay. Or just Jazz. Jazz the Water Bear. That's pretty cool. That can work. All right, let's move along. We get back to our mascot naming later, or uh, listeners out there, give us give us uh, some kind of a what you think we would like to name our bear, what you would like our bear to be named, and uh, we can read out your emails on air. And if we like it, we'll land on it, and that will be the name of our new mascot. So let's go back to what we've covered here now. Okay, so cryptobiosis, uh, the slowdown of their metabolism, the antifreeze that they produce. They got the sugary superhero cape they wrap themselves up in when they become tons. Have we have we covered? We talked about tons and the toner dome. Yeah. And because of these skills or attributes, evolutionary adaptations, whatever you want to call them, it is believed that these indestructible little badasses can even survive a mass extinction event, mm-hmm. or mass extinction events, you know? So a nuclear holocaust, gamma ray bursts, your large meteor impact, zombie apocalypses, water bears are going to be alive and kicking through it all because they're just such badasses. Bread, mushroom cloud, you got nothing, man. Meteor... Give it your best shot. Why did it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I like it. I like it. But why, why does he sound like that? A water bear. Well, first off, they seem like they're slow steppers. So they would be All more right. like sloth like and kind of like. They have a little bit of an underwater mm-hmm. sound, I think, too. I don't, it's all according to what state they're in. I mean, yeah. if they're. If they're acting, if they're in crypto, if they're, if they're at the peak of their performance, and they are not in any anywhere close to cryptobiosis, or they're not in a ton state, bring it, man! Come on, mushroom cloud, you got nothing. Meteor, give me your best shot. Gamma ray, gamma ray, don't even try. But I was giving a little older water bear earlier that you know was. Gamma ray, gamma ray, don't even. Anyway. I mean, 0.01% of their metabolism, they're real. Really slow. You want to mess with me? You can't mess with me. I'll come out of my (laughs) 0.01% metabolism reduction and I'll kick your ass. (laughs) Anyway, some of these... um, Little wonder bears, wonder bears. I like that. That's nice. I just that uh, was that a Freudian slip. I don't know. Well, that could be our mascot name. Wonder, wonder, bear. just wonder bear. Jazz the wonder bear. Jazz the wonder bear. Um, here's here's another thing that they can do. They can hang out at temperatures as low as negative four hundred and fifty eight degrees Fahrenheit, which is the closest you can get to absolute zero. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Chili. Chilly time we're talking. That is some chilly, 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 chilly temperatures. 
And uh, on the opposite end of that spectrum, they hardly even break a sweat at 300 degrees Fahrenheit. Yeah. I mean, what's the... What's 300. The, wow. does, that, does the earth, does anywhere on the earth even get that high? I don't think so. so. Not on the surface of the earth. It's okay as long as it's a dry heat. I can take it. But, but wait, we've got more. Uh-huh. These little water bears, they can take the pressure too. Oh, they yeah. They can take the pressure, man. And Under we're pressure? Extreme pressure. Six times greater pressure than the pressure found in the deepest ocean trenches. And radiation. Mm-hmm. Want to talk about radiation? Of course. No problem. They can handle doses that would be deadly for us mere mortal humans. And vacuums. Not the Hoover kind, not the Dyson kind. No, the space kind. Remember that trip to outer space? Well, the scientists flicked them out, and they found out <laughs> these little water bears—they can survive in a in, in a vacuum, in the vacuum of outer space. Badass. But wait, there's more. Even more. Yo, yeah. These uh, crazy, wonderful, all oh, you crazy old, unable to be destroyed, roly-poly bear piglets. Come on. Yeah, just you crazy knucklehead, you. They can go without food or water for more than 30 years. Oh, you thought I was going to say like 30 days or 30 months or years. something. I said years. As long as they have this little itsy bitsy, teeny weeny, tiny bit of, you guessed it, moisture. They're good. They're good if they got that moisture. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when they actually get the moisture and they pop out of cryptobiosis, they're no longer in the ton their dome state they rehydrate and they are ready to eat drink and they are going to do the hokey pokey speaking of which reproduction we haven't touched on the the water bear reproduction yet no so a team of researchers in germany made some tardigrade porn oh they filmed the mating of two very special and very modern water bears these guys, they do engage in mutual stimulation. Very modern. <laughs> Very modern. Take care of your partner. <laughs> but first, the female lays some eggs. Then the male comes over. He does his thing. And he finds just the right spot. Deposits his deposit. And he does it actually into the female's outer layer of skin, which is kind of interesting. Interesting that he finds just the right spot. Males on this planet Earth have been trying to find that for since millennia. Yeah, we got a lot to learn from the water bears. Oh, yeah. We could watch that. I don't know. Hopefully, there's not a lot of that porn out there. But what happens when you do watch it is that you see that fertilization actually occurs outside of the female's body. Yes. And if no mating happens while the eggs are ready, they just get reabsorbed. So there's the female roly-poly cute little water bear all made up, looking good. She's saying, come on, get it, boys. Eggs are ready. Come on. Come on. Get it. No. Oh, okay. Well, I'll wait, but you don't know what you're missing. I'm just going to reabsorb these eggs. That's your loss. Yeah, that's exactly what she says each time. Right. <laughs> Thanks for that. Um, I think we just got just about have everything covered. Yeah. Yeah. I think so, too. Anything or, else? Well, what about their diet? Yeah, what do they? What do these suckers eat? Um, that's a good, good, good point. Sucker, good word. <laughs> so they're kind of like some people we know. They drink to survive. 
You looked over at me when you said that. They drink I was to looking survive. At you when you or said that. be more specific, they suck juices from algae, lichens, moss. Hence that earlier term, suckers. Yeah. Right. So that that sounds like a really tasty, bountiful place to get your sucky juices from. But um, not only that, some of them are carnivores. Mm, so it's not wow. only vegetarian tardigrades water bears out there and there's even some that are cannibals hmm. we're sorry to report uh, and i want to say already for those of you that are getting ready to write us an email about our water bear cannibal as a mascot to just don't worry we're not going to pick them whatever species they may be we're going to stick with the uh nice peaceful water wonder bears and we'll stay away from the carnivores. We'll, we'll go with the vegetarian one. Vegetarian. We don't mind carnivores either, but Herbivore. We, we definitely wouldn't go with cannibals because that would not be seen as politically correct. No. no way. No, no, no. We don't support cannibalism in any form. No. Yeah. We don't support that. Oh, well, if it's cultural practice, I don't know, actually. Hmm. That's a topic for a different episode. I think we're done. I think we're done here. We've We've wrung out water bears pretty dry we've dropped we've wrung out every last drop of moisture just <laughs> yes. like they do it we forced them into their ton state we forced this topic into its ton state i'm gonna start using that i'm in my ton state don't mess with me mm. so that is it for our first short shot nugget of wonder we are um, gonna skip advocatus diaboli this week Sorry for those of you big fans of uh, our Devil's Advocate. Yeah. Um, I, I don't think we have uh, reason to be skeptical about the number one spot for this incredible, indestructible mm -hmm. animal that is somewhere around you as you speak. Yeah. Our work is done. That is right. And if you got anything to add, if you loved our episode, if you hated it, let us know. We'd love to hear from you. Mm -hmm. Any suggestions about what we want to call our mascot? Our new water bear mascot. Also, let us know. You know where to reach us. Howdy at 7000wows.com Yeah, we should put a picture up of uh, what our mascot, we think our mascot might look like. Whether yeah. it's a stuffed water bear or a picture of one. You're not going to draw it though. We're or the gonna tattoo get a... that I plan on putting on my... No. I think we're done. Like you said, well, until next time, fellow winners. We'll see you. Thanks for tuning in. Over.